0: You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Have a listen.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to the next instalment of the Mariners podcast. My name's Chris May and alongside me is Ronnie Pete, Terry Wilkinson and Simon May. The four of us are going to take the opportunity to talk all things South Shields Football Club. It's great to have you listening in. As we delve into the last six, seven weeks since we last convened around the table, we record this the day following the 3-2 victory over Mikalova Sports at Mariners Park, which is the continuation of an unbeaten run within November. It is our sixth win in a row, and it goes back to an old cliche that a week is a long time in football. It's six, seven weeks since we last sat around the table. And so that is a an almighty chasm of time in football. We last convened after a lovely way to talk to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. We last convened after the Stockport County FA Cup defeat, um, and since then we've gone through what really has been probably the worst spell for the club since the return from Peter Lee. Four away defeats, but you quantify that against six. Consecutive home wins and an away win, it would be. So we're going to talk our way through the last few weeks or so. But before we do so, Terry, I just want to touch upon um, the work you've been doing behind the scenes. You've been a busy
0: bee. Uh, yeah, I think since then I've done one or two interviews with Lee and Graham. Maybe just the one in the last few weeks that we're looking at, and one with um, Jeff Thompson. And I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. They're I think all the, very open, all three of them. Yeah. Do you want me to refer to the the away defeat situation? Because when I interviewed Lee and Graham, it was right in the middle of that. Yes, please, that would be great. They weren't happy men, basically. As I think I've told her three years before, Lee and Graham, although they were very honest and thorough, as they are in their working life, in the dressing room, as it were, they didn't pull any punches. They were showing me, uh, you know, in the way that they do on match of the day with the video and everything. Because, of course, these matches are both video from two spots yeah. now. I think Lee's opening words were, um, this is what we're up against, and then you proceeded to show me the feelings of one or two players, who well, I'm not going to name it here, because they no. did say at the time, it was just an example for me, they did say at the time that, um, you know, this guy, this particular guy, is not the, uh, not the only culprit. But it's just as you said earlier, it just shows their attention to detail and how attention to detail matters. Mm-hmm. And if you diverge from that, this is what happens. Yeah. I mean, we've won one away match. We've kind of broken that hoodoo since yes. then with a whippy one. But I, in a way, I mean, certainly when I was there, it didn't feel like an away game at all. No, didn't. So whether we have or not, I don't know. I certainly hope we have. Mm. And of course, the, the home wins that we've put together since then, I think should have built up sufficient momentum think so. To actually kill it dead.
1: When you interview them, mm. um, you've interviewed Lee, Graham, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You've got Gav Cobden coming up yeah, in the next Tuesday few days. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: When you're there with them in the flesh, um, can you feel their intent?
0: Their oh, passion? yes, I can, yes. Yeah. I mean, Lee and Graham particularly. I also get their integrity as well, because there's no way they're not telling me everything. I mean, I always say to anybody I interview, if there's anything you want off the record, then it stays off the record... But there was nothing at all. I mean, obviously, I said that I I, I didn't um, mention the names and that bit didn't go out on the podcast because I don't think it would have been fair to anybody. And I think it would have been a a betrayal of trust delaying. Absolutely. To be honest. No, I I found everybody to
2: be very open and I'm sure that that, uh, Gav will be exactly the same on Tuesday night.
0: Excellent, Excellent.
2: The, the timing of that interview was after the Hedensford Town game, wasn't it? It was between
0: Hedensford uh, and Hyde, yeah. And
2: we'd beaten Grantham five and out. <laughs> yeah. a great game and everyone probably thought we're back on it after the defeats from Buxton and Warrington. Mm. And I think the managers were probably like, we're back on it now and I think that would have, that would have brought them down a peg or two, I think that away match especially yeah. with the defender in the first 20 minutes I mean, them, So the timing of you getting an interview with those two is probably perfect yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean I'd, I'd hung on and hung on and hung on for that interview because so much seemed to be happening and I just wanted to wait for certain things to be resolved yeah. and yeah you're right I think they thought that it had been broken but there's almost a headset that uh, once we go goal down heads didn't visibly drop but I think a certain mindset clicked in and they weren't able to get back into the game.
3: I just wonder if it, that's to do with, you know, because they play for South Shields and everybody thinks South Shields are going to romp to a league championship. And when the you know the opposition score, it's just a oh, what do we do now? You know, mm. these all all of our players are very experienced, but as a collective at South Shields, it's a different different mindset possibly. But just the the whole aura around the club probably means that. We're South Shields, we should be winning. And to go a goal down, just the reaction was just wasn't there. Yeah, if
0: you look at the other side of the coin, though, the opposition will think, wow, we're going up against Shields, we can do this. It's so so you know, a scalp, scalp, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. You scalp. can't rule Balls that out. Will be. Yeah. Which makes it even more important. Yesterday, the Michelover
1: win, 1-0 down. Yes, we're at home, not away. But Graham mentioned it in his post-match interview. Mm. It was very pleasing at how they just didn't panic. And I think a lot of that has to really do with the John Shaw factor because those defeats most of them if not all I'm not sure I'll have to see if, 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 if John was injured most of them he wasn't there and I've spoken to Graham about this And Dylan for instance Dylan Morse is a different player when John Shaw's I alongside him dead, yeah. and I think Liam Connell is a better goalkeeper with John Shaw in front of him Well Shaw's he makes the difference there's no panic I was there at Hyde on that Tuesday night when really, you know, that was kind of the lowest point, I think, because Finners got sent off and another away defeat. Um, and, and the
3: performance was quite, was quite reasonable first half, wasn't it? Was,
1: it was. We bossed the first 25 minutes or so. We never looked like really opening them up, but we created one or two half chances. What was the score in that one, uh, um, from
2: memory? Hide away. Hide away
1: 4 1. It wasn't a 4 1 game. We should have got a point out of it. We bossed the game, but we made <coughs> defensive errors, and we paid the price again through probably a little
3: bit of panic. But certainly, panic. With, well, <clears throat> excuse me. When Liam Connell comes out of his box, inside mm. of the box, yeah, the sort of thing I used to do as a youngster, you know, like, you know, just when, when when you're not when you're not happy with something in the, in your game, your judgment just goes, yeah. you know, and it, it, it all just escalates, you know, it snowballs, mm. and you know, you, you think I need to put that right, but yeah. by putting a mistake right, you just you know you compound the error, and mm. that I think Liam Connell's been guilty of that quite a few yeah. times this season. So, like, like you say, when John Shaw's yeah and I wonder again with John Shaw, he, he has an aura about him. All right, he didn't play at the same level as Julio Arca, but he's, he's been there, and done. He's played a lot he's of league at, football, a high level. Yeah, You've
2: he's seen it all before. Yes, and I think yeah.
3: some certain members of the side will will be happier with that calibre of player alongside them. Where when he's not there, with Julio now gone, and, and if John Shaw's not there, they sort of look around, and there isn't any real league experience. There's probably one or two games. But nothing of any significance. Mm. And, um,
2: he's the leader. He's the leader of the team. In, in yeah. I think
3: you know, even given his age and how you know how long he's been in the game, this is still this is a fantastic journey for him. Southampton yeah. Football Club. It means a hell of a lot to John Shaw. You know his effervescence, if you like, and the way he buys into the whole ethos of the club. It's, yeah, yeah, he's a big miss. When he's not
1: Huge. He, he missed Hensford and he missed Hyde. It's a bit of a common denominator, I think mm.
2: And you missed a few of the away games And the start of the season as well yeah. Where we got beat
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but at the other end of the park We were missing so many strikers that night, For three or four matches
1: That night, for me, David Foley didn't look fit He was carrying a knotted no. hide for me yeah. You've got to think of Ben Armisen Hadn't played a lot of football You know, Still trying trying to get match fit <laughs> um, And they did, a, they did a grand job Carl Finnegan got sent up, But he wasn't looked after by the, the officials let him down That, that was a night. two yellow situation Two yellow situation or, yeah. He flipped, yes And he, There's no excuse for that But For me The officials didn't really uh, Look after him that night Really There was a few challenges That could have gone punished yeah. Weren't And he just lost his head a little bit But They did their best On a 3G pitch Which for me Is, is probably the bounciest I've ever mm. seen The ball just did not seem To be ever under control no. By either side I thought Hyde were average that night We were slightly better but we, we paid the price for defensive mistakes, mm-hmm. and that was a real low point. But to, to, to go back to what you said earlier about Lee and Graham Terry, you know, we then play Gainsborough, who were, you know, at that point really almost high flying. And we got them at home, and we grind out a one 0 win in,
0: against ten men against for you know about half the game. Yeah, somewhere. and it's
1: yeah. Um, just set the ball rolling again. Mm. It Was a case of just get the three points? Wasn't it? Get the three points. Yeah. But it doesn't side, matter how they
0: come, does
3: it? No, no, no it doesn't.
2: You think, do you think s- that was a sending off? No. I, it, I think it was the debatable. Angle,
3: the angles I've seen from it from at, at the game and on, on, on Dan's YouTube footage, it didn't look like a straight red to me. It just looked like he stretched it. Really, so there's it, yeah. in the ground, you'd speak to them, oh, it was a straight red. You yeah. know, it was shocking. But to me, it, it was proves
1: the point of why angles are important and the referee's yeah. only got one. Yeah. Give him a red card. And, and,
0: it's and, a horrible job yeah. you know, being a referee. I, I couldn't do it. I would hate to do it. But if you take the view that yeah you might get robbed One week But then Somebody else gets It all It uh, does It does yes. It um, evens even itself I Over think the season One of the good things
1: About this little you know, The revival which began Against um, Gainsborough Was the fact that The academy were doing so well mm. yeah. Um The FA Youth Cup run Really invigorated The whole club <laughs> yeah. And The standard of football They produce Very much in the Fenton and Picton mould But some good lads Terry you and I oh, watched that game absolutely it's against yeah. Spenny Moore. Yeah. And, and we watched them against um, well I, I didn't Charlie. see Spenny Moore. it was Chorley Charlie
2: and Macclesfield and then wow. Dameron Lincoln I watched them against wow. Gateshead and they wow. were absolutely brilliant wow. well I mean
0: it, it just quick can kind I of take a quick tangent on that because yeah, of this cup run and I mean I've seen um, what, three academy games so far and I've been watching the results of the, oh. the other age group and it's unbelievable what's bubbling up under this club, mm. and, and especially when you've got uh, players like Tom Bexton. Yes, has gone on loan to Dunstan. Yeah. These are getting match experience, which is all within the mm. uh, Graham and Lee ethos, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But in that cup run, I think Stockton was the first one they came behind in that one to win, and then was it Spennymoor Spenny Moore who beat us the year before. And uh, is that? Yeah, it was one all, I think at full time yeah. they got an equaliser and then they came back to win 3-1 they beat at 3-1 they beat Chorley 3-2 and they beat Macclesfield which on paper was the hardest one of the lot yeah. 6-2 and then they go down to Lincoln ok they lost 4-2 but they gave a good account of themselves they really did against account. a very very talented big team mm. well the, the centre forward who got the hat-trick he's now Robert the, the I, double-barrelled I Bios, surname, Smith or yeah, yeah. He was yeah, outstanding.
1: Um, he's now got signed in terms with um, a Premier League or a Championship. And we're club, all not so yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I
2: noticed surprising. that that team against Lincoln seemed to be different to the teams they put out previous.
0: Well, Ethan Biwa wasn't
2: there. Ross wasn't there. Judson was on the bench.
0: Judson um, did come on though because he got a red yeah, card. Because
2: car, Judson, I mean, he was he was very impressive when I seen him. In yeah.
0: he impresses team. every time he plays. Although.
1: Um, a la Carl Finnegan, he has to. Um, I think he has to well, stop behaving tamper. himself a little mm-hmm. bit.
0: Yeah. I just wonder if they maybe had a word with him afterwards. I hope so, because there's no need for that. You know, we're all it's made differently. Some of us are more quick to burn than others. You know, you just there's not yeah. a lot you can do about
2: it. He looks like a fantastic prospect on the oh, left yeah. Great Great, great, he was such a great balance for years. Yeah.
0: yeah, but I mean, they just big be- Gates at five nil in the SFA National <laughs> Cup. The Under-19s beat Darrow 3-2 in the National League yeah. un- Under-19 Alliance. They also won 13-0 away to Crew, in which game Max Cowburn got five, mm. Bailey got three. OK, it, it looks on paper as if it's inferior opposition, but all the same, you can only beat who's in front of you. If that's the level you are playing exactly. at, then you, you have yeah, to win yeah. the games.
3: There are a, a, a slightly different look at it as well. I mean, you watch some of the, um, the interviews with Dan after these matches, and there's one or two interview really well. You know, Ethan Byler has he's yeah. got first team experience. That's an experience for them as well. But, um, you know, after the Lincoln game, Jordan Patterson came across exceptionally well. You know, interviewed really well. Yes. And I, I'd look at that to see what type of in, you know, individual they are. And uh, you know, Will McCamley's done well as well. At, oh, an interview. So, so fantastic at Lincoln! It, you know, it, you can sense they not just on the pitch at off it. You know, they'll be working. The you know, with Lee and Graham and and, and others. Yeah. And um, it does board well. I'd like to think. That um, one or two will get a, a decent chance in, in, in the league this season. I'd like to think that because it just, it'll just give them a little bit more, you know, show everyone who comes through this is what you can yeah. work towards, this is what you can aspire to. I Look remember up. Graham.
0: Sorry. So I won't tell you. So. No, I was what? just going to say I remember Graham telling me in the first interview when we were talking about the academy that um, they're not just. The, these basically children in front of them mm. are not just footballers. They they are busy maturing at the same time, so they're looking at it, it's an no all-round thing. So yeah. they're trying to develop them on the human side as well as the football side, and that shows in the likes of the interviews. Yeah, it I it
3: what are your thoughts on in terms of physicality? Because you know we, we saw the Lincoln side was bigger and stronger, and you know bear in mind this is an under under-18 competition, we would have had a lot of under 18s there. Yeah. So you know what what is your take on, on this sort of thing?
0: I think we haven't got a big team when you compare them to, certainly to Lincoln yeah. and uh, given the age they are that's not their fault they will as well as maturing mentally they will mature physically as well so the physique will go I mean I think it's Ollie Scott looks as if he's nine years <laughs> old <In Ben>. <laughs> <it's> such talent <laughs> but I mean these guys are going to get bigger physically
1: so everybody develops at yeah, different speed, do, yeah. so and that's why you look at Dan Wright who for me has struggled to deal with the, the adult game Mm. You know, yeah, he played yeah. all his football at youth level, age group level And, 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 and yeah, so everyone's going to develop differently <coughs> That's know. a
2: massive step up that from playing youth to playing the league that we're in now yeah, Where yeah. you've got some big, <laughs> experienced, ruthless that's, players That that's really highlights, to it get, highlights yeah.
3: the folly of under-23 football You mm. know, it, it's a nonsense You know, we've touched on it before, we we're not, we're not, yeah. we're not uh, del- uh, dwell on it But, you know, if you come into a, a, a men's game where... Players have either been in the professional game or, you know, or at really high non-league level, and you know the, it means something to them. It, it's still massively different to to an under-23 game where there's nothing riding on it, other than you know the personal cue. playing you know, against your peers, aren't you, you? You yeah, are, yeah. and you know, it's why I say bring back reserve team games because at, at professional level, because it really is a nonsense. Yeah, it's rubbish. Do we have a reserves team? No, no. It, they win the WSI the board League
1: the last? looked to try and get into the Northern League but the Northern League won't accept, won't allow reserve teams to play in the competition mm. so they, it was scrapped because the WSI League standard isn't good enough, you look at the, the West Auckland Tuns game yeah, in Durham yeah. Challenge Cup, clearly, mm. clearly mm. the standard isn't, mm. isn't good enough, it's not going to help anyone develop the game, plus the academy, they are playing at good levels and those players are getting first-team opportunities in the other cups, which goes back to the previous podcast when we spoke about the team selections. You know, it all we, it all counts. Yeah, it all adds yeah. up, and it all works itself out.
0: And I think uh, one other small point on that is I think these guys have to know how to lose and come back. Mm. I mean, if that game had gone on a little bit longer, we could well have got a replay out of it at least. Yeah. Um, because and that shows spirit and determination. Tremendous. But they've already shown that in the run anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What I, What got me was Jamie Williams' comments after the
1: game against Macclesfield. Mm. Win six two. Disappointed with the performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I've heard Lee say that before about the first team. Wow. when we when we've had a good win, really?
1: that, that was a terrific game of football. Mm. We played them off the park. It was fantastic. know mm. yeah. So alongside those uh, those those away defeats, we get the win against Gainsborough, the academy start to really pull out all the stops in the FA Youth Cup and then we are now on a mm. roll the 11-0 win against West Auckland where we you know it is what it is they Four, didn't let their heads drop they did the Auckland. to definitely. be fair to them but yeah. it was it was men against boys even yeah. though we were full of boys yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we were the men on the night North That's Therapy funny. in the FA Trophy 4-0 Decent performance against a clearly struggling side who, let's face it, the club may not be in business this time next year. I'd like to talk about that later on if you've got time. So, um, Whitby Town, Whitby Town away. Um, Was it a win? Well, (laughs) it didn't feel like it, but um, that for me was a quintessential non league day. 500 and odd supporters taking over various establishments and then taking over the ground. And we got to be ground out a, a victory. Because the weather was atrocious. The I don't windy. think we very, very windy. Mm. I think they let the grass grow mm. on purpose. Yeah. Look like it. Because the groundsman normally gets groundsman of the year. What uh, I, what I would
3: say yeah, they the grounds, did. Yeah, groundsman yeah. of the year award. I do think though there is a sort of a caveat to it where they give more kudos, if you like, to groundsmen with smaller, well, we'll say budgets. Yeah. Like, you know. I think with, with what's at South Shields' disposal, obviously you know, they've spent they've invested a lot of money on the pitch and so they're going to yeah. look after it well. Yeah. And I think so, whoever grades these pitch standards will take that into account. Mm. But I, you know, I still don't think Whitby Town are going to be winning. No, but that the, that the, the grass was
1: long, <coughs> the pitch was bobbly mm. and the wind was blowing at 50 mile an hour. And to be fair to Shields, if you look back at the game, in the first half, we didn't look in much trouble. Liam got plenty of distance on his kicks compared to the Whitby keeper, although the wind did get a bit stronger but it was just that feeling for me where this is Shields shows he was back far different proposition and, and it, it helps
2: if you've got 500 fans there like, it's perfect timing oh. to break your away hoodoo isn't yeah. it Fabulous. you turn into a home match it's one way of yeah. beating but, your away hoodoo who had to do it they <laughs> still yeah, had it. to do it I agree yeah, but it was Handy
0: it was as close as Whitby well yeah. even closer for me obviously yeah. but <laughs>
1: It was your home game, wasn't it? Yeah. But, um, it was, they did
2: have to win it, you know. They had to do it, yeah.
1: and, and, and Whitby are a good side. make yeah. they oh, yeah. mi- yeah. no mistake, they're, they're a good side. But it was my first thing, all of our opportunity, really, to, to see Nathan Lowe at, uh, at first hand, fully. Good signing.
3: Why? I just think he signed at a point when we, we were, were sort it, of in yeah. that low. I think the club as a whole, whether it was you know the club inside... The, the the supporters or you know some of the, the social media stuff. Clubs for the first time was you know was in a bit of a, a bit of a pickle really. Mm-hmm. And I think just Lane Graham pulled another one out of the hat really. Um a quality player. You could sense when he was interviewed by Dan when he first signed he, he meant business. You can see already his quality ability to spot a pass. He, he seems to just have that extra split second on the ball um, compared to others. Yeah. And he possibly just unlocked something in the squad. I feel good factor maybe, but just the sense that there's there's risk, he sort of helped to restore order mm. at the club. Yeah. Uh, there's <clears throat> a serenity, but again about the club you know, it's on track, everything's back. Mm. back to normal. Mm. And, um, I think he's well you he can sort of you know put it down to him alone, but certainly he's helped
1: You mentioned the word unlock. For me what he's done is he he's come in and he's allowing the likes of Briggs and Turnbull to do their thing as well, yeah,
2: yeah, um, which I, su- I suppose Julio used to do.
1: And what a triumvirate Turnbull, Law, Briggs, you know.
2: Yeah, for me, he's 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 very strong, physical, but he's also mobile, mm. and he's got a hell of a dig on him and all. And yeah. he takes a good corner. Mm. <laughs> so for me, when I look at Briggsy at home, he's fantastic. He's but away, I think he might lack that mobility. Whereas I think Law, away from home. Yeah. Could grind out those results, and I, I love Briggsy. But sometimes at home, he might not have that mobility to get around the pitch as much oh, as you need to away from home. Uh, yeah. At home, yeah. he's fantastic, and he, he's got he, he's got everything you need at home. Yeah. But this law, he, he, he lives in Lancashire, Lancash- Wigan, Wigan. Yeah, in- Wigan. That's right, so he, he mustn't be on training. He trains on a
3: Tuesday, mm-hmm. comes up, on a Tuesday.
2: Comes up on, a Tuesday. on a
1: Tuesday, and then obviously, thing is, though, all of our away games <laughs> yeah. home games are him, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's you know, he's always going to be. If we're playing over game, in Greater well, Manchester. Fab, yeah. Happy days. Mm. You know, he's not gonna have um, coach lag or anything like that, is yeah. he?
2: Coach lag. I think he's a great signer. <clears throat> Fantastic great signer
3: you know, for anyone who sort of ever doubts the, 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 the skill and judgment of Lee uh, Lee Pickett and Green Fent, just here you know, he in a nutshell is just you know yeah. why they are, who they are and where, where we are right yeah. now, you
0: know? And it says to you we're always looking. Yeah. I don't think. Right, we've, we've got the full pack now. And
1: you're not safe in this yeah. squad unless Nobody's you pull your finger out. That's another yeah. thing. You know, yeah. The signing of David Foley, Ben Harmison. Did they listen to social media? No. No. But that was the pattern. You know, we need a striker. They would
3: have known that. We've been touching the last podcast. They wouldn't have let all the, the other ones go. No. I suspect
0: that the Foley deal had been on the table for several weeks, to be honest sure. with you
3: probably spending more perhaps you know needed just to make sure they were happy with what they Uh had before the uh, before they, they let him go, yeah, you know. hadn't actually played many games for them last right. season. You? You, you know, you, you touched on he wasn't fitted high. Yeah, carrying
2: it well, up for me.
3: He, he he hadn't really played properly for six months.
2: He was out of favour with spending money. He
3: was. He hardly played in the second half of last season, despite him, uh, you know, again, you good score from YouTube footage, but he looked really good. He scored some terrific goals, one scream against Kidderminster. But for whatever reason, second half of the last season, he just his face didn't fit. Yeah. So he didn't play, and you know, he's over thirty. He, he will need the type of build he, is, he he will need to play games and you know it just you can see it already you know match Sharpness it's just slowly but surely coming back
2: mm-hmm. he was missing yesterday wasn't
0: I
3: he? Mean, yeah he's, he carried he, he failed the
1: fitness test last he
0: took week, a knock so in training before yeah. the last game yeah um, he's obviously clearly not quite there yet you know, but Gav, which is Gav came why back he was, on the, was on the bench yeah. because he, they knew yeah, that and he was started yeah.
1: yesterday and mm. uh, yeah, he's he's still a little bit away from full match sharpness, but it's coming in, it's clicking into place. And for me, we're getting that that feeling that the momentum's there, and it's going to take a damn good team to beat us. A, it's going to take a good team who are on their metal mm. to beat us. Yeah. And to be fair, to over they were on their metal yesterday. Well, they certainly were. I thought out. we played
2: into their hands first half. I think we played too narrow. I think they they blocked us up and we played too narrow, and we started. It Once they scored We started to get A little bit of Mm width And We started to make inroads And especially when Gillies came on I I feel like Mason Stayed too central Mm -hmm. And Cogden and Finnegan were as well I I, I really do feel feel In the first half Because they were A big team Mm -hmm. And especially in the middle That big number five We played into their hands And I think we We suddenly changed something And we decided Then we When we got some width We started to To make inroads Mm -hmm.
0: Their back four was actually very disciplined as well. Yes, yeah. which didn't help
2: us. And that big rotund lad in the middle, rotund. Rotund. Pablo
1: Mills, from what, the Derby what
2: a what a unit he is. Yeah, we had Do, a good game. Reminded us of Stafford. They had two units, <laughs> <like> that, remember. <laughs>
1: but that t- that takes us under the standard of opposition. You know, you hear the cliches. There's no easy game in this league, but actually there isn't.
0: There isn't, I, I, I but imagine. I don't think you, uh, your point, I think, is that you can't go by their league status. No, not at because all. Because when they come here or when we go there, they'll be out to get a scalp. But even
1: if, they, even if whether they're out to get a scalp or not, you cannot question the, the abilities of these sides no. that we've seen. And I've seen away games, all the home games, and, and, and there's, there's been no rubbish. No. No rubbish at all.
0: But if you were their manager, wouldn't you say, why can't you do that every week? But maybe why they, don't you do that? Uh,
1: but maybe they are doing it every week. Mm. That maybe this is just the standard of the division we find ourselves in. You know, if we were to get promoted at the end of the season, that would be a, whether that's via the championship or playoffs. Mm. That'll be one hell of a hell of an achievement because this is a tough league.
0: Oh, it's going to get tougher. It's going to get the tougher and tougher. Yeah. You
1: know, Scarborough. You know, they they are flying, I suppose. But even if you look at their record, they still only just have double points to games ratio just mm. you know so it's it's what you look for mm. yeah. so, so although they're flying high they're te-
2: 10 points away but we've got 3 games yeah they're
1: yeah. not they're not flying they're not on 45-50
3: points mm. you know, mm. big day Boxing boxing massive big day
1: but that, that you know but that's the, the the quality of of opposition is really really high and uh, the last I mean yesterday last Saturday two crapping games of football in my view I thought it was real good entertainment.
2: Yeah. I, I love it. I love the fact that we're not winning every game like the last few seasons. It's, it's got a bit of tension towards it. It's not a walkover. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, it's like we have to win. Every goal is, is yeah. much more c- celebrated for me than it was last year when it's just like, you know, we've got plenty yeah. of points in the bag. Yeah. So for me, it adds to the entertainment and it adds to the,
3: no
2: to the product. One yeah, I mean,
1: sorry, I, sorry to tell you, one thing I noticed yesterday and last Saturday that neither team came to park the bus. Yeah. They're set up defensively
0: well. Well, actually, you haven't seen that happen for a while. I can't remember the last game where it happened. No. And, um, and, 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 although. Whereas last season, it Everybody. Perhaps yeah. our league position has meant that they think, oh, we can actually go and have a
3: go at yeah. Yeah. because yeah. we've lost games yeah. and whatnot. Um,
2: haven't drawn any. We, we haven't we? drawn any games. We haven't drawn any games at all. We're the only team in the league that hasn't drawn. <laughs> well, that's a kiss
0: of death. Thank you very much, Chris. <laughs> no, no no no! Um, I wouldn't mind a draw away
2: from home. That's not and too. Do you long. know? Wait, draw away yeah. to Stafford
0: next week and, yeah. get and bring them back to Mariners. Yeah, <laughs> That would be a good, wouldn't <laughs> it? Do you know we had 500 more in the crowd yesterday than Scarborough did?
1: We did, and that leads us into the community work that mm, the club are, yeah. are, are doing. Um, Project EFL. You asked Jeff if it was brought forward you um,
0: denied it he and denied so did Lee Graham because yeah. I said the same question I'm not so sure, I still not convinced no, I would <laughs> not. Uh,
1: but, uh, but no it, <clears throat> it's happening and um, and also I mean this is where Dan Prince is really starting to earn his, uh, his stripes mm. working full time at the club the, alongside the likes of Steve Cam, A community work that the, the foundation and the club are now doing in schools
0: one week and it worked. Just a few days, actually, because they only started going in on Monday or Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, and yes, yeah, free tickets, only free two
1: tickets.
3: schools, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, and a competition.
1: The competition, yeah, of know,
0: course, and free drinks for the pensions. I mean, there were.
2: There's a special pensions turnstile, right. right? of which you are the face
1: of it, aren't you? You are the face of it.
2: People are complaining about the long queues, can't I get any chips and gravy anymore. <laughs> <That's Terry> and <laughs> his, he's tearing his Terry cronies. And he's from the nursing home, i <laughs> getting
0: Scared <laughs> things. He can't get moved, he's <laughs> in <as God>. the <laughs> uh, right. So, <laughs> um,
1: So, it's paying off going back into more schools, and uh, yesterday, for instance another if you look at the average of you know, 12, 1300 it's put another 400 minimum on the gate uh, but yes they're free tickets but they're all spending in the ground what we, we touched upon in the last session you know, once they're in the ground they'll spend you get your money back and hopefully they'll come back again and again and again and it'll only grow and uh, long may that continue mm. and they've got some good lads going into the schools as well yeah, you yeah. Know, those yeah. Are, I mean was Urson
0: Rwanda Blair,
2: Dan, Dan, Wright right, Blair, and Finner's, yeah. you know, mm.
1: um, and
2: uh, it's great. It I mean, think the one thing that I noticed yesterday, and Jeff touched upon it in the, uh, the interview you had with him, um, Terry, is because we gave away so many free tickets yesterday, those people came early. So if you come slightly later, Jeff mentioned that there's, hot, there's hardly any places to get a decent view of the. The game, especially yeah. if you're with young kids. Yeah. So I go with my son, and it was hard to get a vantage yeah. point. I turned up the normal time, and all places we normally there's very go. little they can do. By so that at the moment, though. There's very little they can do. I'm trying to work out what they could do. Build a new stand. Yeah. Or it just, it just just raise something up slightly. I don't know. It probably it's wouldn't be safe. Yeah. Because even the um, the raised bits at the stands where the seats are under behind the dugouts. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so hard to see because of
3: the barrier people yeah. are standing at the barrier so yeah. you can't see what's going on yeah. in front of those but
1: then, yeah. hopefully if people are coming in if the crowds are growing I think that'll just speed totally speed, up, speed yeah. things up, I have yeah. to
0: say though it was almost when I went down you know, the Sinsel Bank Stadium at Lincoln it was almost like a vision of the future it was superb yeah. Yeah. absolutely superb no matter where you were in that ground you've had a good view yes they're going to fly in moment? at the moment yeah.
3: Yeah. And that, but that is the that I
1: is think, the view I think if
2: the club
3: mm-hmm. can can sustain an average crowd of 2000. <clears throat> I think that's when everything will put in motion. Or perhaps not, you know, Jeff talking in the interview tell me about, you know, the plans mm. being submitted anyhow and you know it's going to go through process. So Yeah, there's two the stages to go go with it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think he said
0: I'll have to re-listen really to it, but I think he said something like it'll be season 21 22 before yeah. it's open. I, I we'll do think something will have to be done though if
1: we are going to get a lot of children. Yeah. They're, not, they're only going to be able to see either from the seats in the main stand or from the barrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we don't want to lose them. No. Something will have to be done. Um, otherwise, we will lose them if they can't see.
0: And the danger is, I suppose, without I don't want to be negative here being negative, but the danger is that people will go and because they can't see, they might yeah. give it a miss for a few games. <laughs> I come back to the, uh, my shock at the attendance yesterday because Micklover Sports is not exactly a headline name, is it?
1: Well, that's, that's the name I came up with in a previous podcast. I said, who's, you know, who's going to read <laughs> yes, the shield Gazette exactly. and say, oh, Miklova Sports, yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> but that's where the club have got it right. Mm. The Mark that this game. It's a good time to do it. It's a great yeah, time to do yeah. it. Yeah. So now, anything else now, it's going to be a real bonus. We've got some, We yeah. are going to get some big games coming up. December is going to be a huge month in this title race.
3: Scarborough
0: yeah. and Boxtendale Scarborough yeah.
2: Yeah. Nantwich Nantwich away with. Gainsborough mm. I'm surprised Gainsborough at how N- N- Nantwich has snuck into the top four haven't they because when we played them at home they looked nothing we absolutely blew mm. them away yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised at that because they've got a good record we, they haven't got many games on us no either so no, no, they've, all, they've done well I think well.
3: it's only Scarborough like all the, the rest of the clubs in the in the top echelon if you like have have played similar numbers of games. Mm. Scarborough, just the ones that are ahead.
2: Yeah. But Actually, Namwinter <laughs> have played nineteen. So has Scarborough, we've played sixteen. Yeah. Farsley Celtic third have played sixteen. Yeah. Doing today. Slightly. I mean, they're,
3: they're an established. Farsley. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wasn't expecting them to be riding so hard.
0: No, because they snuck in, didn't they? Yeah. Um. Didn't they get in through the playoffs? Yes. And last year we had a few tussles with them, but. Wasn't that impressed with them to be perfectly honest. Played them away more down to mm. nine
1: men. Yeah. And we held our that's own, right. you know, so yeah. so we um, you know what, we have played games, That's <coughs> yes, still on the list of fixed you know, and yeah. the in that's done and done program adjusted. list so, there. But
3: it may well be a game put into that day. I don't know, you know, if we can rearrange something else.
0: Hope so. But um it's a December's a big month.
1: Mm. it yeah. really is a very, very oh big yes, Oh yeah, sorry,
0: can I come back to that? We've still got the twenty second of December three, haven't we? Yes. yes. That was supposed to be Games suppose, but that yeah, was brought yeah. forward, yeah. 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 So
1: who knows? We'll, We'll have to see December's going to be a big month But actually next weekend's a big, a big weekend We've got Stratford away in the FA Trophy The yeah. club have made it very clear It's, it's, it's high up on the list oh, of priorities is, yeah. Long, long journey But a game I think Shields will go into Fully expecting to get a, a mm. result out of It's another game, it's another weekend though Where we were meant to have a league game so mm-hmm. the games are we're going to be even further behind one or two clubs in terms of games played Yeah. Um, do you think that will become a factor
3: in February, March? Perhaps but it's not something that hasn't been done before um, in the Northern League days we've we, we had you know, scores of games almost but we travelled 15 miles exactly. instead of 215 exactly. miles um, obviously higher standard longer journeys so it will be a bigger <coughs> test but I'd still, if if we had, you know, a long cut run, momentum was with us. I'd still wager that we could, you know, would be more than a match for most, um, you know, de- depending on the opposition. But I, I, it, it wouldn't faze me that much having having games in hand. I think if if we had momentum, you know, clubs would be more worried than we we would be. I think opposition clubs.
1: So it would make it even more important to ensure that as many players as possible are fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, it, it appears. A, Andy Morris might have something different to say, but it appears that the treatment room is just starting to be oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um great to see <coughs> Calla upping his rehab. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That will be a huge boost, not only for him, but for the whole team, the club. Mm-hmm. Because um You just mentioned Dave about the yesterday playing narrow in the first half. Yeah, Blair Adams first, you know, pre-season in the first few games it was Bombing up and down that, that left, just not quite doing it.
2: No, I noticed that it if it's off. Changed
1: his role slightly. Maybe in the, in the side. he was
2: very frustrated in the second half. Yeah, there was a couple of times he was free. He had a goal Law, Law, and he had a at Briggs because he was in space bombing down the left and he wasn't getting the ball. Mm. And he gave them mm. both barrels. Mm. So it might be the the shape and the new midfielder Law coming in and just yeah. getting used to it.
0: But you're right, it was a feature in his early games. Yeah. And he reminded me so much of Kara. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just um, hope the touchline. Which is what you said, you know, when, when, when Gillies came on yesterday, it just changed. Oh, Having said that, last weekend Gillies was just off the pace. Yeah. Last Saturday, he wasn't at his best at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a week's a long time in football. Well, and I mean, Cogdon
2: back as well, that makes a hell of a difference. When he's, yeah, I don't I think oh. he's a little bit off the pace at the moment, yeah, but he must
0: yeah, be a
3: if, kid if they're night. all fit that's that holy trinity, isn't it, of yeah. Cogden, Foley, Finnegan. Yeah. If they if, you know, if they're all together, they'll
0: take some stopping. Well But I mean getting back to possible fix to back like, I mean at the moment, as far as I can work out, we've got three games to be arranged Marina's home, Workington's home. And Lancaster away there was a Bamba one but that was rearranged for March and 9th March, yeah. but we seem to thrive and if, if you combine that which, with a cup run which would probably mean more games to be arranged we thrived on that before well, we, we did, did Didn't we? and team points behind North Shields or whatever yeah, yeah. I know differently different standard but the principle's the same at
3: the moment there's still quite a lot of midweeks uh, midweek dates available mm. I think if, if it was held to just you know one midweek game and one weekend game then um, there's no way, I can't see there be an issue whether there's traveling no. or not it's when it becomes two midweek games yeah. that's when it becomes an issue
2: it yeah. depends on who gets injured right we've already talked about Shaw yeah. if we lose Shaw for like three or four games you could be playing three or four games in two weeks if we lose, lost Shaw for two weeks during that period yeah. we'd be in trouble be yeah. I remember. think there's, it's yeah. the same with Cogden as well and there's a few others mm-hmm. it depends on who you lose it does. Uh, in that period and,
1: the, uh, and going back to those away games we lost all the front lads.
2: Against against um, Warrington, we didn't have Gillies, right. Finnegan, Cogden, or Foley, mm-hmm. and we we'll have got to be three now against the team that were up there with us. I mean, I'm not surprised. Clotrim was on the bench. <laughs> 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 uh, but with don't his bag t- of balls. <laughs>
1: uh, we've weathered the storm. It appears we've weathered the storm. Mm-hmm. Momentum's with us. It has a bit of a feeling of the. 2016-17 uh, season again Just Don't count chickens Or anything like that mm. But there's just Something right Something feels right yeah. mm. and, and and Everybody seems to be Buying back into it again Social media Is very positive not, you know, I'm not going to go back To what we said In the last one But um, everything just Seems seems about right
0: mm. um, And the good thing About yesterday That that crowd There must have been A lot of newcomers mm. But their first game They saw us go goal behind him Win 3-2 you know, for a kid that is ah this is brilliant. Mm. So that crowd is gonna build and build and build. And perhaps know. as well. The, the parents who
3: were there, possibly surprised by the standard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've already uh, read on on, 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 you know.
1: on on Twitter a few tweets <coughs> of parents for the first day there with the, with their son, daughter yeah.
3: and yeah. they loved it. Yeah. So, they so thought they were gonna you know, stand in the middle of the field, you know, and watch some
1: lads. Yeah. So absolutely superb. So Stratford away, uh, then first of December, Matlock at home. Now team that was form. that was one of our away wins. When to quote Graham Fenton, the weather was good and the pitch was decent, and we won away three 0
2: So Matlock at eighth in the league, uh, but
3: they are in form.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, another stern test. I think any team. Well, we saw from yesterday. You know, it doesn't matter what position you're in. they are all stern tests. And, yeah. You know, form will
1: mean everything in Malik or in a good patch yeah Um, Terry you're going to be a busy bee again Um, you're you're going to be spending a bit of time with Gav Cogden this week
0: I am yes and I chose Gav particularly because when I started uh, Mariner's part about halfway through the Vars run the Valsh run but I'd been watching him on Twitter etc for weeks before that and his name was the one that always cropped up Mm -hmm. and I thought of him as a stalwart but of course he hadn't actually been there that long then it was
1: his first season yeah
0: Um, and, uh, during that that
1: run, when he when he scored the goal at Morpeth, he'd just been returning from injury, and in the games before that, um, supporters who I was standing with at that time just said, "We miss Cogden, we miss Cogden. Cogden's a big miss," and I hadn't really seen that much of him, mm. you know. And uh, then, wow, he exploded.
0: He and, must be, as I said, that the other day he must be a goalkeeper's nightmare seriously he's in their face but one of the other things that prompted me to ask uh, Gav rather because I'd like to interview other players about, but him first is that uh, Dan Prince once said to me that uh, all of the players value the uh, coaching that they get from Lee and Graham and Gavin particularly because he reckons if he'd had that earlier in his yes. career there's no reason why he couldn't have been a premiership player now Now. That is respect, isn't it? Massive.
3: I, cause I think I've, I've read an interview with Gavin before, where I think he, he was at Sunderland mm. so as a youngster, I think, and was released, and probably just drifted. And I don't think he. I think right, probably why I was at Sunderland, even, mm. and, and just after, he didn't put everything into his game that perhaps he could have done. And like right, we saying he probably wishes, you know, he'd have his time again and playing under Liam Graham. is you know, it's a new lease of life for him, mm. as much as anything, but. Um, to, to still be learning so much, I think it's a testament to those two. Yeah. But um, what a player! I mean, oh, uh, well, he so moves
2: at pace with the ball, and the ball just sticks to his foot. And mm-hmm. he's in the box. Yeah. I mean, the defenders just don't know what yeah. don't That's know a, what to do with him. The, the, the low centre of gravity. Oh, that is mm-hmm. yeah. Like four yeah.
1: built like brick outhouses, and even though they're small in stature in terms of height, they're strong as oxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And Gavin, you know, he's, he's a legend. anyone. So yeah. Oh yeah,
1: he, 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 he I'm sure. He the Didn't he score in the 2013 final? Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, uh, so, going back to what we said earlier about John Shaw, he's clearly stated that he wants yeah. to play till he's forty. Nothing stopping Gavin Croft probably doing the same because he's he yeah. looks after himself. And yeah. uh, we, all, we we felt, which kind of shows how much we know. Simon <laughs> and you uh, talked bef- before earlier in the season off off Mike, but Gav's just shown signs of, of age. Mm. crap minute. We know nothing. Yeah, probably.
3: I still think you know, if we went up the levels, age would catch up with Gavin Cogden. I think mm. as a striker, it's a bit different as to a centre half, a little. Albeit and as a centre half, if, if you're you know against a pacing forward man, um, you know age can catch up with you, yeah, with you there. But um, yeah, I think yeah you know, he's proven as well.
1: If I, I
2: remember back to the last season against Hartlepool, the Conference team. They didn't know how to cope them, they if didn't. I remember rightly. The first Adams half.
1: came on as a substitute in the second yeah. half of that game and didn't. Yeah. You know, he, was, he we, we caused him problems, yeah. Yeah. But um, he Gav um, is showing his metal. Um, Shaw is showing his metal, and that has to help the younger players. They see them given everything. Mm. Um, hopefully, they'll all buy in, which they do, clearly. But. If we did go up the leagues, age will become a factor. In terms oh yeah. Of who's going to go full time? You know, if we, yeah, we have. To, which I, I believe already, Lee and Graham have got their eye on. I know it's not going to happen yet. It's going to be another couple of promotions away potentially. If we got there at all, they will, I'm sure, have their eye on it.
0: Mm. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't want to keep names dropping, but I think I said as much to Jeff that you look around the players and it's a sad fact that a lot of them are going, not going to make the whole journey with yeah. us to Project EFL Shame. but these players know that and while they're there they're providing an invaluable service mm. of bringing these young players on as much as Lee and Graham can do mm. they're not playing with them and I think that's very important who's to say they wouldn't be part of the coaching staff at a full time club mm, yeah. called
1: South Shields mm. because, because
0: isn't, today, isn't that part of the arrangement that Foley came here on
1: Certainly Blair Adams He's coaching with the, uh, the academy Oh yes But I well, before you had that sort of arrangement No so. but David has his own business He's a personal yeah. trainer So, But Blair Adams is, Hence he's doing the community work as well Because he's, he's kind of full time with mm. the club mm. Part time mm. player Part time coach Etc So he has a full time role with the club It's a
0: good principle it's isn't it brilliant isn't it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's, He seems a good individual
3: Blair Adams as well <clears throat> he's, um, he's a head on his shoulders mm. And he's yeah. bought into it all Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: Hashtag one club Mm-hmm. Same, Fabulous
3: right? mm-hmm. So
1: To go back to the very very beginning We said a week's a long time in football Six, seven weeks is an almighty chasm It's been a, a, a crazy spell mm. But one where <coughs> We've come out of the darkness Into the light um, And we, we seem to be On a bit of a roll We shall convene again Before Christmas We'll, we'll have gone through some of those December fixtures we'll, we'll do another session Who knows what that might bring So gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure to have you alongside me. Great company as always. We hope, ladies and gentlemen, children, that you enjoy we enjoy these podcasts. We hope you've enjoyed this particular one. And we hope that you'll tune in again as we take the opportunity to talk all things South Shields Football Club. It gives me great pleasure to, to thank Ronnie, Terry, Simon. Thank you.
2: Thanks.
0: Well, um, thank you for being a superb chair. <laughs> Well, have to be said
1: on that bombshell. <laughs> it's time to say goodbye. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. We hope you you've enjoyed this, and we'll see you soon.
0: Thanks for listening to this Mariner's podcast. There'll be another one along soon. Before you can say Julio Arca. <laughs>